The Hershey Bears are the Calder Cup champions. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LockedOnNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So in this edition of Lockton Capitals, we talk about your victorious Hershey Bears as they win the Calder Cup for the first time since 2010 and also breaking an AHL record, their 12th AHL Calder Cup championship. Uh, It is quite a feat, uh, if you ask me, and it's really great uh, that it is within the Capitals organization because let's face it, This past season did not go according to the script or the way the Capitals fans wanted it to go. So for this organization to pick up the ultimate prize in the AHL, the Calder Cup, well, I am pretty excited about it. We'll talk about that in the show. Then we'll talk about how the Caps need to be patient at the draft. Let's not make any hasty decisions here. There are a lot of intriguing names. Metbe Mishkov, who ultimately Will the Capitals select and who will be available for the Capitals to select at number eight? And then also in this episode, we will talk about how the coaching staff for the Capitals is starting to take shape as the Caps hire Mitch Love as an assistant coach. Ultimately, what do they have in him? But just to get it going here, we will talk about your Hershey Bears, the AHL affiliate of the Washington Capitals as they reign victorious. And they, they, they won the, the Calder Cup, and it was against a lot of great odds because this was a road game. And you know what the script was for this whole road game, uh, uh, this whole Calder Cup push here was that the, the away team did not win the games, and that was pretty much the script, the entire push for the Calder Cup, except for... Game seven, the Hershey Bears found a way to do it. Uh, the Hershey Bears knocked off the Firebirds with a three to two overtime win in game seven to clinch the 2023 Calder Cup final on Wednesday night, securing the record 12th championship in franchise history and their first since 2010. Let that kind of resound and let that soak in a little bit there. It was their first since 2010, so it's been quite some time. But an AHL record, their 12th Calder Cup championship, that is something to hang your hat on. Because let's face it, Caps fans, we did not get the season that we were looking for this last season. So to win the ultimate prize in the AHL, well, as Caps fans, as Bears fans, you got to feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about that for one 
just taking a look at it, you know, again, 2010, I didn't realize it had been that time. Hershey played as deep into the season as any team could. The Bears and Firebirds needed all seven games and 16 minutes of overtime to decide a champion before left-wing Mike Vecchioni tapped in the Calder Cup clinching goal with the game taking place at the sold-out arena. It marked the first and only contest of the series to see the visiting team win. And that's one of the things I noticed. For The first thing I noticed is, man, this is a really late game. I am going to be so tired at work the next day. And guess what? That did not disappoint, but it was totally worth it. Uh, to see the Hershey Bears win the Calder Cup, to hoist it over their head. A lot of excitement for me for, for, for a lot of reasons that they won, but also you got to know that that looks pretty good for the coaching staff, for the Bears. That looks really good for these guys that are kind of on the cusp. Uh, see Connor McMichael, see Hendricks LaPierre, Vinny Iorio, these kind of guys, a really great showcase, and above and beyond all of those players, Hunter Shepard, who just destroyed it, killed it, the entire push for the Calder Cup. Hats goes off to him. What are the long-term plans for him? Uh, that's a, a topic for another podcast, but um, all things considered, that Hershey Bears team played so well. The series was in serious jeopardy of getting out of hand early when the Firebirds jumped to the 2-0 lead, outscoring the Bears 9-0 over the first two games, but the Bears found its footing back at home. The Bears won three straight games at Giants that are including two overtime to take control before the Firebirds evened it back up in game six. And what was it about that series that the, the road team could not find a way to win a game except for game seven. Kind of the way I saw the whole thing going was that I thought the Firebirds were going to, to come into Hershey and just slam the door. They were playing that well, not to discredit or disparage the, the Hershey bears, but they were playing that well that I thought, you know, that the bears are going to make a quick exit. As it turns out, this bears team had a lot more fight in them. Uh, than anyone had thought. So good on them for having that perseverance, that tenacity uh, to find a way to pick up the win. Bears goaltender Hunter Shepard received the Jack A. Butterf Butterfield Trophy for the most valuable player of the playoffs. Shepard started all 20 of the Bears postseason games, posting a 14-6 and record with a 2.27 goals against average and a .914 save percentage. Left wing Joe Snively paced the team in points 15 and center Connor McMichael led the way with six goals, writes NBC Sports Washington. Quite a series, all things considered. And if you just take a look at Hunter Shepard again to kind of to, to aim the, the light in his direction again, he was number two in all of the AHL during the regular season and to win the, the Jack A. Butterfield Trophy for the most valuable player of the playoffs Quite an accomplishment and quite an interesting position for him as we know that he is a UFA. And what is one of the other things that we know that Zach Fukali is headed to the KHL? What does that mean for the future of Hunter Shepard and the Capitals organization? One of the things I talked about, and if you're an everydayer, you know that, that is there the possibility that he would be a good fit on the Capitals? Number two, I know that they have Charlie Lindgren, but if he is playing that well, do the Capitals really want to risk losing him? And if he's playing that well, does that seem like a wasted talent playing in the American Hockey League one? For me, it seems like he is ready. He is poised 
for bigger and better things. It does seem like a waste of talent to me. I think he would be a great option as the number two for the big team up in Washington. Charlie Lindgren, I love your game. You played really well, but an expendable piece potentially if you trade him to get a good return when they have such a great option uh, in Hunter Shepard. So it is a bit interesting what the Capitals will do, uh, but just taking a look at it, Connor McMichael, I think that in this performance, this Calder Cup push, he pretty much solidified his spot on the big team the Capitals next season if for no other reason than how he played in the Calder Cup you got Spencer Carberry I think the stars are aligning perfectly for Connor McMichael uh, Joe Snively players like that that I think at least at minimum they're going to get a nice long look on the big team with the victory head coach Todd Nelson captured the second Calder Cup title of his coaching career in his first season at the helm with the Bears. Nelson, who made a brief stint with the Caps during the play, his playing career, has won Calder Cups as a player 94, assistant coach 08, and head coach 17 in 2023. Uh, so it is an interesting. What is the long-term plans for Todd Nelson? I think that uh, just considering how well he coached that team, I think that an opportunity again on the in the NHL, I think, is awaiting. If it doesn't happen this offseason, I think that it is pending. He he really had that team dialed in, and that was quite a feat. Uh, so I think all things considered, congratulations goes to the entire Bears team, the entire Bears organization, and the Capitals organization as a whole. Uh, it's just a really big statement that, you know, you panned this Capitals team, but our AHL affiliate, which is, this is the NHL, this is the AHL, it's razor fine to quote Braden Holtby. So big ups and big congratulations goes out to all those players for just a really great push. Uh, and just, you know, it feels pretty good, like I said, as a Capitals fan, because we didn't get... Uh, the outcome that we were looking for, of course, uh, but to get that Calder Cup, that was pretty sweet. All right, coming up here, we will talk about how the Caps hire Mitch Love as an assistant coach for the Capitals. Where does he ultimately fit in? We'll talk about that straight ahead. Our next partner here, our next sponsor, Bird Dogs. I love me some Bird Dogs because they're comfortable. Go ahead and throw away those cargo shorts. You should have thrown them away years ago. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts, and they are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing a cloud-knit fabric that looks and feels just like khaki and stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And that's one of the things is comfort in men's clothing. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. After today's show, be sure to check out Locked On's 2023 NHL Mock Draft Special. The local hosts of the Locked On NHL channel have made their picks, and hosts Gil Martin and Hattie Kalakesh break down every selection over a three-day mock draft event. Find the episodes on Locked On NHL or on YouTube 
or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So what is one of the big things that was done in the offseason? Peter Laviolette was shown the door, and the Capitals bring in Spencer Carberry, who was an assistant in the Toronto Maple Leafs organization, And there's some excitement that abounds there because he has the familiarity with the Bears players, with the Stingrays player, and he is not opposed to playing younger players. It's a big thing based on the fact that, guess what, the Hershey Bears won the Calder Cup. And I think that at least several of those players are poised for bigger and better things. And what better coach to bring them along than Spencer Carberry? But the rest of the coaching staff is starting to take shape as the Caps hire Mitch Love as an assistant coach. Who are they ultimately getting in Mitch Love? Well, he was the head coach of the Wranglers in Calgary. Um, He saw that team go to -to back-to-back Pacific regular season titles. Uh, Just as a player, what kind of player is he? He had a bit of snarl to his game. He was also then called a pest. What kind of coach he's going to be? Well, I mean, take a look at what he did with the Wranglers in Calgary. It only stands to reason that bigger things are coming. This emanates from the Jeff Merrick uh, podcast here. It's the first notable coaching move by the Caps since naming Spencer Carberry their next head coach. The team parted ways with Labby, now the New York Rangers, immediately after the season's end in April. But it's unclear which assistants from last year have or have not retained. Love joins the Washington Capitals after two seasons behind the bench of Calgary's AHL affiliate, the Stockton Heat uh, in 21-22 and the Calgary Wranglers in 22-23, guiding the team to two first place finishes in the Pacific Division. His departure from the Flames organization is far from surprising. He was a top candidate for the team's head coaching role, but he was passed over by former Heat head coach, Flames assistant, Ryan Huska. Um, so it is an, another player, former player, head coach uh, of an AHL team. What do they have? So what do we know? We don't know a whole lot about him as a coach other than that back-to-back seasons, uh, top of the Pacific in his respective team there in the AHL. How is that going to translate to the Capitals? I do like that he is a bit of a chirper. I like that he was a, a, a pest, if you will, like they're saying when he was a player. I don't know ultimately what that's going to mean Uh, As being an assistant coach for the Capitals, they're saying he's going to run the defense. So it is going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds. Um, But again, I think, you know, on paper, it seems like it's pretty good. Uh, Will it ultimately a good fit be a good fit? With Washington needing to retool on the fly to stay competitive during the end of the Alex Ovechkin era, their coaching moves support a progressive philosophy and make it clear their organization focus is getting what they can out of their young players, especially without a particularly high-end prospect pool. Love has certainly done that in the minors, helping build a handful of Flames prospects uh, the uh, rate in the development track. So what kind of success can he have? With the Capitals, I guess it's a little bit too early to tell that, but uh, it stands to reason that, you know, potentially bigger things lie ahead for the Capitals, bigger things lie ahead for Mitch Love. So it is exciting that there is a coaching change. We knew that was going to happen. We know that 
like we talked about, Lavi moved on to the Rangers, and we know that uh, Spencer Carberry moved in, and this is the first selection. Um, again, we don't know a whole lot about his coaching philosophies other than, you know, he had success in the AHL level with the Calgary Flames organization. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Uh, we also know that they're going to hire a coach to be running the power play as well. So all the positions have not been filled yet. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. But for right now, that is what we know is that uh, Mitch Love is one of the new assistants uh, in the Washington Capitals organization. And I'll keep you guys updated on it this summer once we know a bit more about him, you know, what his plans are, how he's going to work with Spencer Carberry, what can we expect from his coaching style, how is that going to manifest itself. Um, again, it's just the beginning stages as he was hired today, but excitement as the coaching staff for the Capitals is beginning to take shape. And as Caps fans, you should be excited uh, as it seems like it's just one more step closer uh, to the regular season. I know that we're only in June here, closing in on July, but it's going to be coming sooner than you think. All right, coming up here, we will talk about how the Capitals need to be patient at the draft, don't need to make hasty decisions. Are they going to pick Metke, Metve Mishkov? Is he going to be available or will they pick someone else We'll talk about that straight ahead. Game time. So one of the stressful things is about finding tickets for those hard-to-find events in the summertime. That is why you need game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped over the fun that you'll have. And that is why I love me some game time. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the next really big, exciting thing for me is the draft. The Capitals have a first-round pick, and the first time in quite some time, they do not want to squander this. They want to get it right, and I think they will. Ross Mahoney has never disappointed in the past. If you take a look at last season, they picked up Ivan Mirishnyshenko, a guy that was poised to be higher in the draft, but based on his lymphoma was lower in the draft. And guess what? Everyone's like, well, that was a mistake because he's under contract in the KHL. As it turns out, he was able to get out of that contract, break the contract, and is poised to be with the Hershey Bears in the fall. Potentially the Capitals at some point, this team is going to be so exciting Sooner than later, as Caps fans, you should be really excited about this um, as well. So just taking a look at the draft and the potential players uh, that are going to be available. We all know the big names out there. We, we've heard them all. We've heard about Metfe Mishkov. 
Um, and uh, the different names out there, you know, there's talk out there about why is he elusive and why hasn't, you know, why isn't he available to interview? As it turns out, um, as I was talking to Locked On Prospects, he's actually on vacation in Dubai. He wasn't being elusive. He is just on vacation. And then my personal pick in the Locked On NHL's mock draft, Zachary Benson. I do think that either if they can get Metve Mishkov or Zach Benson, ching, 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 they won the lottery. A little bit about Metve Mishkov is that he is the greatest player to come out of Russia since a guy maybe you've heard of Ovechkin and the other guy Melkin. So a, a really great player, suffice it to say. Uh, the only downside to him is that they're going to probably have to wait a couple years until he's available, but so exciting. And then you take a look at Zach Benson, a great shot, a little bit underside, undersized, but has a great release. Um, uh, just a lot to love about Zachary Benson's game. Just a really great player in it. He also was number two to um, Connor Bedard in scoring up in the WHL. So excitement abounds for the potential of who it could be. You know, we don't know. There's trading up, there's trading down. But the one thing the Capitals have got to do is they've got to be patient. Washington will select in the top 10 for the first time since 2007. And for assistant GM Ross Mahoney and the organization, there's a lot that will go into play when looking at the draft board. A lot of things, patience, trading up, seeing what the options are. Uh, they need to get it right. We try to get every pick right in the organization, no matter what round we're in, Mahoney said. But there's more at stake when it's in the first round. Of course, that is the cream of the crop, the premier players. One name that continues to be of interest in everyone's radar going into Nashville is Russian sensation Metve Mishkov. He has reportedly been nearly impossible to get in touch with, but as we talked about, he's on vacation in Dubai. And Russian outlets have also said that he has been told not to talk to NHL clubs as we talk to NHL prospects. Uh, Haiti Calacash, she said that is all ridiculous, and he is a guy that knows it. I agree with his assessment. When asked if the Caps have spoken to Mishkov, Mahoney wouldn't provide a definitive answer. Some people are saying he wants to come to the Capitals because of the Russian connection, if you will. Uh, who am I talking about? Maybe a guy you've heard of, Alex Ovechkin, also Kuznetsov. Uh, there's been Dmitry Orlov and Sam Sanov and just players over the years, many different Russian players. You know them all that have been here, Varlamov and Alex Semin and just a lot of different Russian players. So this team is a Russian-friendly team. Is it possible that he is trying to position himself to be on the Capitals. Hey, if he wants to do that, I'm fine with that. I'm also fine with the fact if they have to wait a couple years for him to come to this team, well worth the, the wait if he is anything like Alex Ovechkin. We're still trying to finalize all of that as far as the interviews that we've got at the draft, so I can't give you a definitive answer. In addition to Mishkov, there are several other names that stand out, including Dalibor Dvorsky, Zach Benson, which I mentioned, mentioned David Reinbacher, Ryan Leonard, and Oliver Moore, several of the top 10 prospects are on different paths with several carving out a career in juniors, others taking the U.S. national team development program and some overseas. So this piece in uh, the hockey news, um, I don't think that any of those players are necessarily going to be NHL ready right out of the gate. Potentially, I mean, stranger things have happened, but I don't think that's the case, especially in Mishkov's case. We know he's under contract in the KHL. And even Benson, even if he comes here, I think maybe at least 
you know, I'm just, you know, uh, guessing here, probably about a year out at minimum. I don't think he's going to get inserted into the lineup right away um, unless, you know, something really sensational happens. So um, these are still going to be players that are going to be good in time. They're not necessarily going to be good players this next season. Connor Bedard. Okay. That's a different story. Fentilli, perhaps, you know, if we want to take a look at those Leo Carlson, those kind of players, potentially. Yes. But um, as you go down to number eight, it is not thought that those are going to be NHL ready players next season. Uh, But still it's planning for the future. And again, for Mishkov, if they have to wait a couple years for him to come to this team, that's fine with me. They will still have an outstanding player and the Capitals will be that much better for it. So uh, excitement abounds in this episode as we talk about the Bears winning the cup, the, the coaching staff solidifying by hiring Mitch Love and also the caps at the draft in the excitement that that abounds with all of that about how this team is getting younger and getting faster if only by baby step after baby step um it is something of exciting to think about for me as a capitals fan all right i want to thank you for joining me on this edition of locked on capitals and are you a fan of other dc sports well locked on has got you covered there's locked on nationals commanders and wizards so no matter what professional team you like in the dc area locked on has got you covered All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Homie, and I will talk to you again next time.